Yes. So gardening. So I've had a lot of people in um, talking about how they want to attract more pollinators in the yard. Bees, butterflies, all those things. that Hummingbirds. Hummingbirds. The things that help pollinate. And the big uh, hit this past week has just been butterflies. Yeah. You know, and it, it does, you know, I always kind of lose track of when the butterflies come through, when they show up. But you are starting to see quite a few more out there in the yard. So it's a good time to put out things that attracts those butterflies. I agree. You know, I saw swallowtails way early, like mm -hmm. March, April. It was yeah. really early. Then the painted ladies, the little tiny, like half-sized ones, that have orange markings all over them. And then the monarchs show up in May sometime, typically end of April, May. Mm -hmm. And so now kind of everyone's out. All the butterflies are out. So it's kind of fun to watch them. Of course, mm -hmm. a lot of that is all about timing of flowers. Their nectar, they're, they need a place to, to take in energy and flowers are their source. And then some water. They'll, mm -hmm. they'll be in kind of mud ponds and places where they're, get, they're getting water and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, and all that's available now. Right. Yeah, I did read that if you if you really want to attract the butterflies in, just having a little spot in your yard that has a little really moist, little muddy spot to that. They yeah. love that. Yeah, so were your dogs. Your Labrador retriever would go out there and lay right in and go, oh. I'm coming in to lay, lay down on that uh, new couch you just got. You happy, Mom? That's actually <laughs> our little schnauzer the other day. Did that. There was a big puddle out at the store, actually. And she looked at me and she just laid yeah. out yep. and flat laid out it and just looked at me like, deal with that lady. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, little booger. But dogs are fun. Dogs are fun. Cats don't no. do that. You should become a cat lady. You're a dog lady. Never mind. Dog lady. Our daughter's a cat lady. But butterflies, you digress. So a little muddy spot perfect for them but also the, a lot of the different flowers that you can put in so butterflies like landing pads you know they're not they're not into the tubular stuff like the hummingbirds are they like flat landing plaid landing pad flowers. they're like plaid landing pads <laughs> so i'd say that yeah a uh, moonshine yarrow oh yeah great for that we got some new moonshine in that is just gorgeous that bright yellow looks so nice out in the yard we also got one called desert eve red which is a really oh, nice yarrow as well mm -hmm. oh nice okay so super plants got a hot spot put a yarrow in it you got a spot that you is a little drier maybe than some others that yarrow is perfect for that yeah um the golden sphere coreopsis which is a really round it almost looks like a, a marigold yeah a lot cool. of people confuse them because it just it's just got this really big flower to it it's absolutely gorgeous but perfect to put out there for those little little butterflies Both yellow so yellows mm -hmm. and blues seem to attract pollinators better than anything else so you're those are both yellows that are strong right. perennials those are all perennial oh, great perennials great perennials pincushion flower is another okay. really good one for the butterflies has that real pretty purple nice little pincushion it looks like a pincushion the flower does hovers what about six eight inches above the the foliage right just kind of wavers and you'll see a butterfly on there the winds kind mm -hmm. of blow them around they're just sitting there eating the nectar right it's fun lantana is another great one. So uh, if you want a perennial one, the Miss Huff Lantana, which is kind of an orangey yellow one. Um, there's also Marianne, which is a yellow pink one. Very is that perennial as well? It is. Marianne is perennial. I had I had a customer come in, I think last week, and she was 
is this picture of this huge bush and we're like i'm like well she goes what is that i said well that looks like the marianne lantana and it was down at the chino library oh perfect yeah and it was beautiful yeah. there you go great spot and tough enough to be take a commercial oh yeah and a setting where they tend to get neglected more right. there's less gardeners taking care of the garden so perfect for the chino library take a look yes um then we also have this um perennial milkweed so the milkweeds they're not necessarily they're laying the eggs on it more right it's not necessarily that right. they're laying it getting the nectar out of the flowers and stuff so we have two perennial ones we have the cinderella milkweed uh, and we have the showy milkweed and those are both perennial so they're going to come back year after year and they go down pretty cold yeah i think I mean, minus 20 or yeah. 15 or something like that really cold yeah right. and the really the reason they lay eggs on that is the larva will come out and eat the milkweed, and as they eat the milkweed, they become poisoned to birds. So birds won't eat them as long as they're eating milkweed. If they eat other stuff, birds will go, oh, delicious. <laughs> but milkweed turns them, and, oh. and that's the reason that uh, monarchs have a certain color, mm -hmm. striping. It's, it's warning to the birds going, don't eat me because you know I'm going to be bad. I'll give you a stomach ache right now. If you eat right now, because I've been eating milkweed. Right. In fact, some... Uh, some of the uh, varieties of, of, of butterflies will take on the coloration of monarchs just because, well, birds know don't eat this. So they just kind of, it's brilliant. Just nature is just nature so smart. Nature is so smart. Yeah. That is true. Um, we also have tropical milkweed, mm -hmm. which is a little bit showier in flower. It comes in the red and the yellow. That is a annual one. So you get one season out of it. Uh, but still beautiful, and you help the butterflies. So you do. Why not put Pretty it in? and helping the butterflies. Right. That's great. <laughs> and then, of course, butterfly bush. You yeah, can't. You have to have that. And that, everybody goes, does it really? <laughs> yes, it does. So we they actually came out with a new one this year. It's called a Sparkler series. Sounds pretty. I it, it's really interesting. So it gets about three to four foot tall. Perfect. Uh, but the buds on it, instead of being long and spiky like most your butterflies, they're kind of round and um, oh pom pom like pom pom. Oh like. neat. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Like a sparkler. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the pink sparkler right now. Uh, really kind of cool, kind of different. So if you've done a lot of butterfly bush and you're like, I want something different, take a look at those because they do look different. I like the smaller size butterfly bush because you just don't have to care for them as much. These huge butterfly bush, they'll get 10, 12 feet tall. They, they got to be cut back really hard, kind of like pampas grass. With these new series, there's no, you don't have to do anything with them. They just keep them there and they're good to go. Mm -hmm. All right, Lisa, we are out of time. So... Okay. Great ideas for attracting mm -hmm. pollinators, butterflies, bees, the uh, hummingbirds to your yard here from Waters Garden Center. We'll be right back.